Yo, what is good, everyone? It's great to be back on the Mayo Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson, and I'm here to break down the Saturday, April 10th NHL DFS slate with you. Now, we got eight games on this slate, projected to be a pretty low-scoring slate in general. Take a look here in the top left-hand corner. You can see the Sens and Maple Leafs coming in at 6.5, Oilers and Flames at 6 flat, and then the remaining six games there at 5.5. So definitely projecting to be pretty low-scoring. Got some heavy Vegas favorites here as well on this slate. Hurricanes and Maple Leafs sitting really nice. Tampa Bay at minus 180, not bad either. Now, before we dive into my favorite line stacks and individual plays, if you could hit that like and subscribe button, I would greatly appreciate that. For you podcast people, we got content for you as well. Head on over to the Apple Pods, find all the content there. Leave a five-star review if you're feeling up for it. And, of course, we got to talk some prize picks here, right? If you're not playing prize picks or you're considering it, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. It's free money, folks. You want to deposit $100, they'll match $100. You want to deposit $50, they'll match $50. You want to deposit $20, they'll match $20. But you might as well take advantage of it. It's completely free money. Again, use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with prize picks, head on over to the website and check it out. Number of different sports that we can play, but obviously focusing in on the NHL here. And here's how that works. They're going to list out a handful of players for this Saturday slate and assign them to a fantasy score. You need to pick the over or the under on that fantasy score. And here's how players can rack up points. Three points for a goal, two points for an assist, half a point for a shot on net, half a point for a block shot. That's it. Four ways they can score points. So pretty straightforward. Again, you need to pick the over or the under on that fantasy score. Now, I got a couple of prize picks for you guys. If you want to check those out and see who I got my money on, head on over to the Mayo Media Network Twitter account. They'll have those posted Saturday morning. Again, if you're going to be signing up or plan on signing up in the future, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. But all right, let's dive into the spreadsheet here for that eight-game Saturday slate. So kicking it off with my favorite line stacks here, the first line that I have my eye on is that first line out of Toronto. So we got Matthews centering Gelchenyuk and Marner. Now this line here looks slightly different from what we've seen over the past handful of games. We're now seeing Gelchenyuk on the left wing over Zach Hyman. I wish it was still Zach Hyman would make this line stack even better, but it does make sense. William Nylander sounds like he's going to be out for at least a week on the COVID protocol. So moving Hyman down to that second line with John Tavares, it makes sense. Spread out the talent a little bit, but I really do wish it was Hyman. That being said, I still like this line stack here. Gelchenyuk is very affordable and looked pretty good as a Toronto Maple Leaf so far. If you want to just stack up Matthews and Marner here, that makes sense too. But I am willing to justify Gelchenyuk at that price. He does play on that second power play. Now they have a great matchup at home here against the Ottawa Senators who have allowed 3.71 goals per game so far this season, the most across the NHL. This Toronto team's playing very well right now, uh, largely due to their goaltending by Jack Campbell. You can see I got him highlighted below, but ultimately, like this first line here out of Toronto, should have plenty of opportunity against this Ottawa team, and Matthews has been heating up here again as of late, has seven goals in his past seven games, averaging over 20 DraftKings points, 
during that stretch. The next line stack that I like here is going to be that second line out of Carolina. Like both of those first two lines that they have, but lean towards the second line a little bit more. Honestly, it's due to Vincent Trocek. This dude has played lights out this year, played great again since returning from injury, has found his game again. Not that he ever really lost it completely, but there were a couple years there in Florida where he was just dwindling off. He looks like a completely revamped player this year. He's looking like the guy that we watched early in his career. So I like Vinny Trocek, even if you want to play him by himself, but I like a line stack here with Nino Niederreiter and Martin Natchez. You're going to see all three of these guys play on the power play. Trocek plays on the first power play. Natchez and Nino play on that second. You can see they combined for 11 goals, 17 assist 28 points over their past 10 games they haven't played together over the past 10 games but you can see all three of them have been producing especially Trocek and Natchez Nino not quite as much but that's why he's $4,300 and again I'm willing to justify it because he number one plays with two good guys here but plays some power play time as well and they have a great matchup at home against the Detroit Red Wings all right now hopping on down here to my favorite individual plays we're going to kick it off with Kyle Connor there played really well all year has 39 points in 40 games like the way he's played over his past 10 2 two goals eight assists averaging about three and a half shots per game this guy has double digit DraftKings points now in seven straight games and I love the line that he's playing on with Shifley and Nikolai Ehlers you want to run that with the line stack 100% okay with that. I would have put them as a line stack here tonight, but I figured I'd mix it up a little bit, try to get a contrarian line stack out there. I don't even know if that second line out of Carolina will be quote-unquote contrarian, but they should have lower ownership than this first line out of Winnipeg. But yeah, not afraid to go there, but Kyle Connor has been very good all season, playing very well with Shifley and Nikolai Ehlers. Plays on that top power play, plays top minutes, and I don't mind the matchup here on the road against the Montreal Canadiens. Carey Price is still out, so Jake Allen will get the start for them. He's been aight this year. He's had some good games, but he's had some bad games as well. Hasn't been great over his past 10. So sign me up for Kyle Connor. He's playing really good hockey in general this year. Looks good over his past 10. All the things you're looking for when rostering DK players. The next guy I got here then is Kevin Fiala, the Minnesota Wild. Now the Wild got their asses handed to them on Friday night by the St. Louis Blues. Lost that game 9-1, to but Fiala still managed double-digit DraftKings points in that game. Had five shots on net, so that gives him double-digit DraftKings points in seven straight games now. Prior to this ass-whooping here, Fiala was on a tear. Five goals, six assists, 11 points in his past seven games. He was on a seven-game point streak, and I love the way that he's shooting the puck as of late, averaging about three and a half shots per game over his past 10. Really, he looks like the Fiala that we watched towards the end of last season when he was on an absolute tear for the Wild. And assuming Vili Husso, the backup goaltender for St. Louis, starts in this game, I really like Minnesota in general. Husso has allowed three and a half goals per game on average in his starts this year. So on top of that, I can imagine Minnesota is going to play a little tighter defensively considering they allowed nine goals on Friday. But either way, like Fiala at this price tag, he, he's been hot as of late. Even on a game where they got their asses kicked, he still managed to get double-digit DraftKings points. And then we got Oliver Bjorkstrand here of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Going to play on that first line and first power play for them. Very reasonable price here at $5,100. 
a bit sporadic at times when it comes to getting on the score sheet, but he does have 32 points in 42 games this year, but he does have blow-up potential. He's got double-digit DraftKings points in five of his last 10, but he can hit you 20, 25-plus DraftKings points, which is great at this price tag here, and I don't mind the matchup against the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks have been a little bit streaky. They look good at times, not so good at other times, and they've been better at home than they have been on the road, obviously playing on the road here. So I like Bjorkstrand. There's a very good price tag here. He's going to play big minutes, plays on that top power play, has double-digit DraftKings points in five of his past 10 games, and some blow-up potential. Now, it's not every day I'm going to be playing Ottawa Senators, but it is hard to ignore Connor Brown and the way he's been playing as of late. He's on a six-game goal streak right now. Six goals, two assists, eight points in his past 10. Has double-digit DraftKings points in seven of his last 10. Just playing really good hockey. Now, he plays on that third line, but he plays on that first power play. My only concern here is this is a tough matchup on the road against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs have been playing good hockey as of late, particularly due to this guy right here, Jack Campbell. Touch on him in just a few minutes, but I don't mind Connor Brown even in a tough matchup at this price tag here, especially the way he's been playing. I mean, it is hard to ignore a six-game goal streak. I don't care who you're playing, and especially when you're only $4,000. So if I am playing Brown, I'm probably not playing Campbell in my lineup, um, but you have some option there as well because you can see I got UC Soros as a low-priced option. Either way, Connor Brown playing some really good hockey right now. Moving over to the defenseman here. Really like the way that Seth Jones has been playing here as of late. Good price take two at $5,300. Mentioned Oliver Bjorkstrand. Like the matchup here against the Chicago Blackhawks. Can stack these two guys up together. They do play on that first power play. And Jones here has just been playing solid defensively as well. A guy that will shoot the puck. He's averaging about three shots per game over his past 10. Averaging about one and a half block shots per game during that stretch as well. But blocking shots a little more frequently over the past four or five games. Now that Zach Wierenski is on the shelf, he was just put on the IR either today or yesterday, we're going to see Seth Jones play even more and solidify himself as that top power play guy. He's got double-digit DraftKings points here in four straight games and just a well-rounded defenseman that can rack up DraftKings points in a number of different ways. Like I said, he's about a half point per game type of player, but he can get it done blocking shots, shooting the puck, or getting on the score sheet. Next, we got Eric Carlson here at 43 $300 for the San Jose Sharks. Playing with more confidence as of late. I don't want to say he looks like the Eric Carlson that we watched in Ottawa because he's not that player anymore, but we've seen flashes of it here over the past 10, 15 games. A week or two ago, he had a two-goal game, scored the game-winning shootout goal with a clap bomb from the top of the hash marks, and had a great post-game interview. Guy comes out and says, hey, is this the best offensive game you've had as an NHLer? He's eating an apple. He goes, not even close. So, seems to be playing with some confidence here, and this is a good price tag for a guy that's going to play solid minutes and play on that top power play for the Sharks. Decent matchup here against the LA Kings. These are typically lower scoring games. Played on Friday night as well though too. So maybe with some backup goaltenders, some tired legs on the other side. I guess tired legs on both sides. We could see Eric Carlson have a decent game. He's averaging about eight DraftKings points per game over his past 10, which is two times the value here at $4,300. I'm always shooting for two, two and a half times the value. If you hit two and a half times the value of their price tag, you're for sure gonna be in the money. Two times usually gets you there as well, and Eric Carlson can definitely do that. Now, if you're going to be paying up for forwards on this slate here, whether it be your cash lineup or GPP lineup, you're going to have to pay down for defensemen. That's a route I prefer to go. More nights than not, I'm paying up for forwards, finding value at defensemen. Now, there's some slates where it makes sense to pay up for defensemen. 
This isn't one of those slates, in my opinion. I'm going to be paying up for forwards, trying to find value at the defenseman position. That's why I highlighted these three guys here. Very reasonable in price for guys that play solid minutes and can get you DraftKings points. So Chris Russell here, more of a dart throw. He's not going to play on the power play. Plays anywhere from 18 to 22 minutes. What he is, is he's a penalty kill specialist, a guy that can block shots. He's averaging about three block shots per game over his past 10. And if you block three shots in a game, you get that three-point DraftKings bonus. That is what you're looking for here out of Russell. Could he blank you? Yeah, he could. That's why he's $3,300 here. But he does have double-digit DraftKings point upside. If he hits that at $3,300, he's going to smash his value. So again, if you're going to be paying up for forward, you need to find guys in the 3K range. Maybe if you're lucky, the 4K range. But Chris Russell's a guy that stuck out to me at his price tag. And then I got a couple of goaltenders here for you. I know I notoriously just do one goaltender, but I'm going to change that. Sorry, Pat, if that's not the route you want me to go, but I feel like I got to start talking about two different goaltenders here. What I'm going to do, I'm going to do a high-priced and low-priced option. Jack Campbell and UC Soros. High-priced option, obviously, Jack Campbell here. Look, he's 10-0. He's yet to lose this year for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, he had a really cool interview the other day. Very emotional. Just very grateful to be in the NHL, especially the way that he's playing right now. It's a kid you want to root for, for sure. Even if you don't like the Toronto Maple Leafs, hard not to like this guy here. Great matchup against the Senators, have the second worst record in the league so far, but they do rack up shots. Seventh most shots per game across the league. So you like that because Jack Campbell's playing well, and he should likely see quite a few shots to rack up quite a few DraftKings points. Then we got UC Soros here. Look, it's a tough matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I understand that, but he should not be $7,100. He's playing way too good right now. He's 8-2 in his past 10 games, and Nashville's playing pretty well as a team in general. Found their way back into that fourth playoff spot. Look, UC Soros is averaging 24.6 DraftKings points per game over his past 10. I don't care if you're playing the Harlem Globetrotters or the Canadian Olympic team. Okay, maybe I wouldn't want you to play against the Canadian Olympic team. But needless to say, any NHL team right now playing UC Soros at this price, I probably want some exposure to it. Maybe more of a GPP play against the Tampa Bay Lightning, but doesn't sound like Steven Stamkos is going to play in this game. And honestly, Tampa just hasn't looked like themselves over the past handful of games. So sign me up for UC Soros here at $7,100. The dude has been lights out over his past 10. And as always, the last segment of this video here, my low-priced option or sub 4K4 play. Now, honestly... I spent too much time on this. I went back and forth with my spreadsheet here. I wanted to put in Andrew Kopp as one of my forward plays, and I went with Kyle Connor and switched to Connor Brown. Ultimately landed on Pierre-Luc Dubois as my low-priced option, but honestly, that entire second line for the Winnipeg Jets sticks out to me. They're very, very cheap with high upside. You got Pierre-Luc Dubois centering Andrew Kopp and Paul Stassi. Now, all three of those guys play on the power play as well. You're going to see Pierre-Luc Dubois and Andrew Kopp play on the second, but Stastny does play on that first. Again, I like the matchup here against the Montreal Canadiens with backup goaltender Jake Allen playing. So, that's why I went with Pierre-Luc Dubois here. Again, you can go with that second line stack. You can see he's got four goals, two assists, six points in his past 10 games. He's a bit sporadic when it comes to getting on the score sheet. But again, he has that high upside to get you double-digit DraftKings points. And really, all three of those guys do 
on that second line. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up the video for today. As always, thank you all for taking the time out of your day to watch these videos. If you could hit that like and subscribe button, I would greatly appreciate that. Again, don't forget, if you're going to be signing up for prize picks, make sure you use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. Folks, it's free money take advantage of it. Again, I'm going to have two prize picks out for you on the Mayo Media Network Twitter account. Make sure you check that out on Saturday morning. With that said, folks, let's have a great day. Let's have a great weekend. Let's win some money on this slate. I'm out of here.